Hello everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and guess what? Today is the day, the day we're going to make handmade paper the easy way, I hope. <laughs> okay, um, this is the way I have been making it and I wanted to show you some examples of what I have made in the past and what I have made. Hi Holly, that's my African Grey. Um, this is some paper embedded with uh, some, or I think it's oregano or basil and some dried rose petals. And here's one that I, I don't know if you can see, but it has glitter in it and it is colored with some distressing dyes. And here is some with flaxseed and calendula petals, which are also known as marigold petals, dried. And I believe some, yep, we've got some uh, lavender buds in there as well. And you don't need to put all these extras in there. You can just make the paper. And this paper is, um, more for a mixed media use it's not really for writing on it's a little bit bumpy and a little more fragile than regular paper but it um, gives you a world of possibilities of things that you can do with it it's really pretty and there's so many ways we can use it in our junk journals but today we're just gonna learn how to make the the darn stuff so here we go just some different ideas that you can put little flecks of i think that was from a ferrara rocher um, chocolate wrapper i just threw the gold uh, foil in there here's a big one with, um, this has an imprint of a towel on it because it dried on a towel and it does peel right off. And what else? Just some different examples. I use some fern leaves in here. Some of these I made 15 years ago using this basic same method um, as I will today. Um, I don't follow a lot of the rules. I just, um, the only thing I make sure that does not go in the paper pulp mix is fabric strings or plastics. So make sure that those don't go in and um, you should be okay. Um, here's one just using um, just the pulp, which I think is very beautiful. Got a bit of a, sh um, a shadow there, but I hope you can see it's got a beautiful texture because of the towel that it dried on. And you can also have it dry flat if you put it on a bed sheet and let it dry on that. Beautiful dried flower embedded there. Um, so. Let me just give you so anything that's a little bit different here. These are all pretty much along. I just went and gathered. These are actually just weed leaves from outside and just some grasses and things like that. So very fun things that you can put in here. But let's get to it. It's a very easy process. Okay, so I'm not going to use the words mold, decal, or couching. I'm just going to um, say wooden picture frame. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply pool screen which I got a roll of at Home Depot and I think this roll oh, let me back up let me back up this roll was um, about uh, seven or eight bucks it was the least expensive one I could find and it was this size but if you can find less go for it or if you happen to have a piece of screen around that you're not using it's standard screen uh, mosquito screening and um, so I just cut a piece to fit the back of my uh, frame, wooden frame that I got at the thrift store. And I went ahead and decided to use thumbtacks with a little hammer to put them all the way around because you want it to be as um, 
tight as possible. It doesn't have to be like extremely tight, but the tighter the better because it will release the paper more easily. Oh, there, there's my feet. Look at that. Isn't that great? Okay. Goodbye, feet. <laughs> um, anyway, so here we go. Um, but uh, that's part one, making your frame with screen. Okay. And now on to part two. Part two is my lovely scrap pot. So what I have in here are just scraps that I'm using uh, from crafting. Uh, you can also add junk mail. I would um, just remove any of the plastic windows, tear those out and make sure that there's no fabric in here, fabric strings, threads, or anything like that. And there are, um, you can do this a couple of different ways. You can, um, let's put some water in it. Okay, so I've gone ahead and added water to my scraps and I'm just letting them really soak. Just being very mindful not to have any plastics or any um, threads or strings from fabric in here. And uh, you can um, use a blender or a stick blender or you can even just let the papers uh, soak and become very fragile and break apart on their own and you can even make paper out of that. But I'm going to use the stick blender method today because that one I think will work well for me. Um, I've used it before. I've been happy with it. I've used the blender. That's worked well. You just want to uh, probably dedicate those appliances to crafting only and that would be a good idea. Okay, we are literally performing alchemy here because we're taking paper and turning it into, well, we're turning it into paper. So I don't know if that's truly alchemy because we're not, are we transforming something? Maybe a little. All right, let's see how it's going. It's been soaking for maybe not even five minutes. Let's see how we're doing. You'll know. As it, uh, you can start to see the little bits of paper pulp form. The more the paper saturates, the easier this process gets. Okay. And what we're making is a slurry. Yes, we're calling this a slurry of paper. Hang on. Okay, my little sunny bear just made a funny noise and I had to run after him and check on him to make sure he was okay and everything is fine. I'm just a overreactive mother. Here we go. As you can see, some of the papers break down faster than others, but they really absorb the water. So you want to add quite a bit of water. Whoa, splashed my eye. You might want to use eye goggles. <laughs> All right, and it's happening. What's, oh, look at that, a piece of vellum. See, you don't want vellum in there. That's one of those um, pieces of paper that you don't want in there. I had a vellum. I had a vellum. Yep. And you'll, you'll find that um, uh, you want to make sure that you remove your blending device and unplug it and then check to see if you've got any papers that are, are not playing nicely. If they're giving you a real hard time, this is a thicker construction paper that has been coffee dyed and baked. It's giving me a little bit of a hard time. Um, I'm just checking for any fabric that I may have missed or um, anything else that just shouldn't be in there. Another important thing to check is uh, the bottom of your um, blender, both kinds, and um, check them for, I've unplugged it, uh, so now I am cleaning it out just to be sure there's nothing in there. Yeah, it's just soft pulp. Um, there's nothing wound around the blades. Make sure you uh, unplug it before you do that. Whoops. Sorry. Not the most, not the most graceful here today. Okay, we're plugged back in and we're going. Here we go. Okay. 
Okay, I'm going to keep doing this for a few minutes and I'll tell you how long it took. Okay, I would say that was probably five minutes of blending and I'm just going to let it soak a little bit more. Um, if you want a, a white paper, then you need to start with white paper and only use white paper. If you um, add any paper that has uh, black ink on it or is not a white paper, um, you're going to get some version of brown or gray as your base. Now you can color this, uh, but I'm going to make some first and then we'll color some at the end so you can see uh, what we get. So I'm just doing what I'm calling the check. All right. Now there might be some interesting pieces in here. This is actually old ledger. I don't know if you can see that but it's old ledger and it's staying whole. And I think that's kind of cool. That might look neat if it shows up on the face of the, the um, uh, paper, but you can blend this down even more, but I'm gonna call that good for today. All right, so now um, what I have this sitting in is one of those roaster tins. I got this for a dollar at the Dollar Tree, but uh, what I usually make it in is this uh, big roasting pan that I have obviously destroyed. And um, actually, I think we destroyed it cooking and now it is my crafting bin. But I'm going to use what you guys, um, I think most people might have access to. And I think a roasting uh, tinfoil roasting pan will probably be something everybody can find somewhere. Okay, so let's take this out. And now we have this. Now that, that, that is thick like porridge. And what we want in here is not as thick as porridge. We want this to be a thinner mix. Okay, put you back. Looking there. Okay, let's see if I can get you closer. Can you get you closer? Okay, there we go. All right, so I have the age old famous measuring cup, which I'm not using for measuring. I'm just literally dipping into my big vat. And I'm gonna come over here and I'm gonna put a couple of scoops in. You'd be surprised, it takes quite a bit of this stuff to make a sheet of paper. All right, so now, after you've noticed, if you would notice, this is gonna to be too thick to do anything with. I mean, it's just like, that's not what we want, right? So what we wanna do is put more of the thick stuff in and then we're gonna water it down. And we're gonna make a thinner slurry. Okay, there's some more thick stuff. Let's put in some more water. We're going to thin this down. I would say to like think depression oatmeal, um, depression era oatmeal where it was much runnier and waterier and you really don't want a lot of this paper pulp to go down your sink and you really want to flush it with a lot of water if it does and maybe even chase it with a little Drano. I've never had a problem. I've always done it in my sink, but some people swear that it will ruin your pipes. So just be mindful of that. Maybe you want to do this outside with a garden hose, that type of thing. Uh, just some things to think about. All right, now let's do a test. Exactly how much water? I don't know. About that much to fill up the uh, roasting pan. What is that? We don't know. So we're going to take it out. Looks like it could be a thread. We don't want that. I'm going to unplug my do, do, do. I've unplugged my blender. Looking at the end, everything looks okay. All right, so we have a, a thin slurry. No strings, except strings. All right, out with you, string. All right, that looks good. Okay, so let's take our, our frame and screen. And ready? Here's the maneuver. Basically submerge and lift, and you let it drain. Now what you're looking for are pale patches or uh, patches where it maybe didn't cover thickly enough. And that is, you don't want that. So if that happens, you go and you do it again and you lay down some more. You can shake it around like that. You can do all the fancy stuff. Basically, you just gotta get the paper on top, the pulp, and then you come up slow and let the water drain through the screen. Okay, just hold it for a couple seconds. Let the bulk of the water dry or drain, okay. 
Now, hopefully somewhere you have set up a towel or um, some bedding or some bed sheets or something like that. And I do mine outside on the lanai. Um, and I will take this out there and do the next step, which is pretty easy. I hope I need to stop saying that. <laughs> All right, hang on. Okay, so to recap, we have basically torn apart our paper or it's already in pieces. We've soaked it, we've blended it. Now we've scooped it with our frame and screen. And now we are going to, I have this towel on my lanai. So I've just spread it out there and I am going to now take this and flip it over. And then if, um, the best thing to have is a, a really super absorbent sponge, which you can press down. This helps squeeze out any of the extra moisture along with the, um, uh, the pulp. It helps knit the pulp together. And as the paper dries, that's when the paper fibers knit together. So that's the key uh, to uh, do that as much as possible. And I'm flip that over. See, this thing feels soaked now because it's really absorbed a lot of the water, which is good. That's what we want. It's making our paper page. Come on along here. And then sometimes I come on along uh, with a little tea towel or something. If I need to get into the corners just a little bit better, it'll help it release just a little bit better. All right, let's see how it's doing on release. Oh, it looks pretty good. Well, that was an easy release. So we will call that a big success. There, your paper is there and you just leave it alone. Don't touch it, don't do, breathe on it, don't do anything. Um, I usually come back the day after and it's ready. You just take your uh, towel and you lift it up, see like that, and the whole thing, you can peel it off. Um, and you'll find out exactly how thick you like your papers after a while. That'll help uh, you learn how much pulp to put on the top of your screen and frame. So let's try a new one. And this time we're going to try some dried flowers and coloring it so that you can see the difference. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'm back in the kitchen. I've got my um, thin slurry in there. This is a pink one that I made before. Um, I don't know how well that shows up on camera, but it's a light dusty pink and it's really pretty and I use Distress Inks uh, sprays to get that color. But I think this time, I've never tried this before. I'm gonna try it. I've got some acrylic colors by Craftimo. I just got these and I think I would like to just give this a go. I haven't even opened this box. Yet. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't know if acrylic paint is going to work, but um, here are the colors. So I'm thinking if I put red in, I might get a pink. We shall see. Now remember, once acrylic gets on something, if it dries, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, so if it gets on your sink, it gets on your counter, just remember that. So I'm taking my life into my own hands here. Probably don't wanna do this, but I'm doing it. Um, okay, so what I think I'm gonna do, I'm gonna come back over here and I'm gonna make this pot. Yeah, I'm gonna do it in here. Okay, oh boy. Let's hope, right? Let's hope. Okay, let's let's hold this down low. 
a big squirt in there. I don't know. That looks like enough, right? Yeah. Let's give it a go. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Oh, wow. I have a nice raspberry going here. Yep, I do. And I'm going to take all of that and I'm going to quickly rinse this off. And then I'm going to unplug it. I've unplugged my blender and I'm going to dump this into here. Yes. Whoa, then all that color just went in there. Let's hope that works. All right. Now you'd be surprised. I, I know with the dyes, it took a lot more color than I thought. I'm just going to use this to stir. And I don't know what color. Maybe the acrylic might give you a better solid color. Now I've got raspberry and oatmeal going here. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> well, we're just playing, right? I'm going to lightly. No, I can't. I've unplugged. I think the stick blender might go through this tinfoil pan. I don't know. I'm just going to light it up. Okay, let's try that. All right. All right, let's do this again. Now this time, okay, I've got in. This is to receive. This is just a towel. I'm going to put the um, frame and screen on. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to submerge. Can you see me? I'm submerging. Can you see? Okay. Now I'm just going to like shake it back and forth a little, back, right and left, left, right. I don't know and then just lift it up. The whole thing is lifted up like horizontal. Let it drain for a little bit. I think I've got lots in here. It's gonna be a little bit of a thick one, I think. But I've gone too thin before and that's worse. So definitely go thicker than thinner. Yeah, if you have a choice, thicker than thinner. All right, now I'm gonna put that on here and we're gonna run outside and we're gonna put it on the towel and see how it goes. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. I've got a new towel. I've got my my frame and screen. And here we go. Where's, oh, I don't have my sponge. Hang on, gotta get the sponge. Okay, I'm back. Hopefully my big fat head is not in the way. Um, there is the towel. Yes, I saw that little air bubble come up. That's okay. And let's do the same process. We're just going to flip it over. And you could put four on here easily. I could use the same thing with the sponge. Sponge absorb, sponge, sponge absorb, press, knit paper fibers together. That's what you're doing. You're removing the excess water so it dries faster. And as the paper super dries, as it will, you could um, easily make um, a lot of these. Like you could, you know, if you had a bunch of frames, and uh, screens, you're gonna have lots of screens if you buy a roll. Um, but just go ahead and do this. It's now adhering to the towel. It will not stick to the towel. It will come off of the towel once it's dry. Okay, and let me use, oh, my other tea cloth is way over there. So here's a coffee dyed tea cloth. I'm just gonna use to go around the edges to make sure that it definitely is all pushed down. I can already see the screen separating from the paper that I'm making. 
And then let's see if we're done. Sometimes you start to lift it up and it's not quite let go yet, so that means you need to push it down more there um, and remove more of the water. So let's see what we got. We get it? Oh, we got it, and that was an easy one. All right, so there we go. So it's pink, it's pink on both sides. Curious to see what it will look like when it's dry, if it retains the pink or it's not as pink. Um, I don't know until it's dry. Oh. Yeah. So that's what she looks like. All right, as of now. So I'm gonna give them till tomorrow. And uh, I think I will do a little video of me actually peeling them off so you can see what that process is like. Let me just back up and uh, show you both of them. So here they are. And you, you can actually do this on one. I folded these towels in half, but you don't need to do that. You could just lay them out straight and do the same thing. And they'll actually dry faster. I found when I laid them out flat, just one towel thick, they dried much faster overnight. The ones that were folded over the towels, they were still a little damp and needed a few more hours when I came out. So I would recommend one layer and go from there. Now, obviously this does take up some space and it's warm right now here in Florida. It's very humid right now here in Florida. So that's gonna slow down our drying time. But you could easily do this in a basement if you have a basement um, or anywhere you have some surface. You don't, you don't need anything more than the size of a piece of paper to dry, uh, an area to dry. But just be mindful if you're working with the colorants, they may stain your towels, they may stain your lanai, um, and or your clothing or your, your kitchen or something like that. Just be aware of that. But as you can see, it's a pretty simple and basic and easy process. It just takes um, a little effort to gather the supplies. That's probably the most, <laughs> the most uh, um, uh, difficult part of it is just running around getting everything and then cleaning everything up on the end. And you do want to address cleaning right away. So that's what I'm going to go off to do right now. I didn't put any flowers in. Let me do one more with some flowers so you can see what that looks like. Hold on. Okay, for my last one, I am going to uh, add some dried flowers. Now at this point, you don't want to do any, you don't want to do any blending because you're just gonna blend your dried flowers unless that's the look that you're going for. So I just happen to have some of these, I don't know what they are, something. And these are going to end up being on the top, which when I flip it over, will actually be on the underside, but paper, you know, you can decide which is the right, what, what side you want on your, your flowers. You can also deeply embed them, like submerge them and things like that. But I think I'm just going to let these sit on top a little bit, just a little enough so that some paper fibers catch them. So yeah, let's try that. Okay, so here we go. Same process, frame and screen dipping. Things may roll around a little bit and that happens. Okay. Yeah, I probably should have put this down here first, then did that. Yeah, that would have been smart. Okay, we didn't do that. That's all right though. Get a few more of those. I don't I don't know if we're all on the are we all in the middle of the screen? Okay, let's see how that goes. Let me get a few more of those so they can actually lay on top. Yes, this is a much better technique. <laughs> put them on after you submerge your um, uh, screen and frame. Oh, there's a nice little leaf. Let's put that there, a little. Um, rose leaf, a fern. Let's see what else we have in here. I got a bunch of stuff. Okay. I don't know which ones of these are going to come off or still be on there. We will just have to find out. Okay. And here we go. Let's raise her up. Raise her up. Let's see where the edges are. If somebody's falling off an edge, I can reposition a little bit. Okay. You get back on there. All right, and we're up. Not bad, huh? Okay. 
Now these are going, let, let's just let that dry for a second. These are going to adhere better because I'm going to flip this over and then press. And that is going to allow some of the little paper fibers to come around and anchor those leaves down. So they'll, they'll be better adhered. All right, we'll just really stick you on there. All right, there, that's good. So let me get my little traveling towel. Pick you up, here we go. And back outside we go, hold on. Okay, here we have the last one. Let me just flatten this out a little bit. I've got some room here. I'm gonna take this one here. Let's hope this works. You can put them pretty close together, that's okay. As long as they don't touch. Um, see, see all the water? I don't know if you can see that, but there's lots of water. Let me see what you can see. Yeah, you can see. Okay, let's take our, our see this is very wet. I'm gonna wring some of it out. Press, 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 absorb, press knit together, press adhere all those ferns and flowers and leaves. And like I said, you can just use regular stuff. You don't have to use fancy stuff from the florist, but you can if you want to, or get some posies from the grocery store. Getting up more water on this because this is the third one. This sponge is getting pretty wet, saturated. All right, there we go. And now we're coming around the mountain. We're gonna do the corner pressing. This is important. All right. And the little gizmo holds together pretty easily. All right, let's see if we're there. This one's a little wetter than the other. If it looks like it's not come, go to those areas where it looks like it's coming up with the screen and go give it an extra little push. Okay, and try again. Then you can give it a little flick. See how we're doing, are we coming? Oh yeah, we're coming. This one's definitely wetter. Uh. All right, I'm just gonna give it a serious one-two here. Oh, I'm getting some coffee in it now. Oh, great. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that's how it goes. And that came out pretty easily. So we won't be able to see the full reverie of that one until tomorrow when we, I, I peel it off or whenever the next video comes out, I'll, I'll show that coming off. So I hope you got a kick out of seeing that. There's the pinkies and they're in their drying mode. I give them 24 hours. Some might be dry before others. And here's the original with just little speckles of the original paper looking as grayish brown as it normally does if you use multicolored paper. And there we go. So you hope you had fun. Please like, subscribe, and share if you find value or have fun here. Um, check out my, all my links are down below in my, uh, my videos for my Etsy shop, free monthly emailed newsletter. What else? Amazon shop. Yep, that's it. And uh, I've got a Facebook group. We do weekly and monthly challenges. Podcasts come out uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, they're free to listen to and they're uh, new material. Um, each week, uh, life of a crafter, paper crafting, uh, junk journal making, ask me questions, that kind of thing. Um, answering your questions some that I gather up on YouTube so I can mass answer them. And what else? Um, that's pretty much it. So just remember that your scraps are gold. They're crafter gold. You can turn them into beautiful papers that can be used for so many things. I'm going to show you more of how you can use them in your crafting. I've, I've shown you some um, ways you can use them to make bookmarks or maybe 
to decorate your walls. <laughs> uh, so I'll link those videos down below, but we'll use the handmade paper a lot more in the crafting just so you can see examples of how you might use it. So there you go, folks. I hope you had fun. Remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. And gotta finish this one by saying, remember, it's only paper. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.